Welcome to this week's episode of The Bigger Picture. Uh, before I got into today's guest, I wanted to announce that I'll be co-hosting a Zoom call that'll be an unfiltered discussion about race. So for anyone that's interested, feel free to DM me or reach out to me in any way to get an invite for that. It'll be held on April 22nd. And yeah, reach out to me if you guys are interested to be a part of that. So for today's episode, we have Kobe, who is a visual artist who loves to bring people on a journey with his work. We dive into talking about pursuing happiness and making sure that you have a passion for the work you do. And even when the people around you might not have the same vision as you. So let's go ahead and get right to this episode. I wanted to welcome Kobe. Wanted to welcome today's guest, Kobe. How's it going? What's up? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty well myself. Can't really complain. You know, a lot of crazy shit's going on this week and last week. Uh, doing the best I can, but how's the, how's the pandemic been holding up for you? Um, the pandemic's been good for me. I just been honestly like last year in 2020, it was so bad because I was in the house for like six months. At first, like everyone says it was fun at first because you didn't really have to do shit, but now it's like, but now it's like miserable. But I've been vaccinated. <laughs> well, got my first vaccine. I'm gonna get the second one soon so I can actually start doing more things freely without having to worry about getting sick. But it's been good. It's been a good learning experience. I've had time to learn a lot of new skills and um, a new way to like edit my pictures and like a new creative direction, like where I wanna take my creative direction and all that stuff. So it's been like a blessing in disguise. Yeah, for sure. I think a lot of people uh, kind of found some talents or kind of kept learning on the talents they already had that they just didn't have time for exactly after yeah. the pandemic just being home all the time so yeah. that's great that you that you did that um you talked about you know you learned a new couple new skills in terms of your photography uh and that's we could dive right into the first question question with that how did you how'd you get your interest for photography my interest for photography first came like first it was videography and that came when I was really young, like I think summer of 2010. Um, well, prior to that, I had my mom got me like a webcam for Christmas and like I was obsessed with it. Like I was always on that joint. And I was like um, with like I forgot what the software was called, but it was like this like Disney software where you plug in the webcam and then like it had all these cool effects and stuff. So I'd record everything off that and then like um summer 2010 my mom got like a camcorder that I actually still have and like I used to film stuff on there film things with my neighbors and then um you know I've always had an interest with fashion and stuff so like I'd read magazines and stuff like in middle school and high school and I saw like I love the way they took pictures and stuff so in high school I'd take pictures of myself like I wanted to become like a fashion blogger and shit Mm -hmm. so I was like taking my own pictures on my iPad and stuff editing them and then after graduation of um, high school graduation um, I saved up my graduation money and got myself a Canon I think it was the 6Ti I got that and then started taking pictures of like plants and shit I thought it was like a nature photography but that wasn't working out so I was like you know what like how can I merge the fashion in the photography so I started taking pictures of people who dress nice and then it's been lit since then 
Yeah. So I think a lot of people run into that situation where they worry about doing something that families don't really fully support. And I think it's great that, you know, your mom bought you those small things like the webcam camcorder that helped you find this passion of yours. But I wanted to ask, how supportive was your family with you actually pursuing photography? I would say like they they were supportive um, with it because they thought it was a hobby. And then like when they saw like I was taking it like too, too seriously, they were like, are you sure you want to do this? Because, you know, they're foreign. They're from Ghana. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, this is not like a stable job. Like you need to do like something that's stable and then do this on the side. So, yeah, we we bumped heads a few times. My dad and my mom, um, we bumped heads about like what I want to do. Still to this day, honestly, they don't understand. But um, what do you call it? Like, it's it's taking time. It's like I would say they're like forty percent right now. I'm trying to get them to like one hundred percent understand. They're like at forty percent, and I've been doing this since like I was like young. So you know, it's it's taking a while. But once I feel like once I really 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 like get a billboard somewhere, then maybe we'll get to like sixty percent. <laughs> a billboard only gets you to sixty percent. Yeah, sixty percent, and then when well, we get maybe when like the millions start coming in, then we'll get to 90%. But I'm trying to get them to like, 100%. You know? Yeah. Like, they're not used to this stuff. Like this is like so like foreign and weird to them that taking pictures is like a career. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, a lot of times, and I spoke about this with a couple other guests I had on here, but a lot of time par like immigrant parents or people that have come to America, they want us to kind of get those like ideal safe jobs um, yeah. you know like doctor a lawyer or not not to say those are easy to get but you know it's like okay like they just want you to get those big jobs so they know that like you know come with money but they might not be coming with the happiness that that person wants yeah and um, that's like one thing that's really big with me is that i hate doing things that are not going to make me happy because like you can be making a lot of money but you're just so miserable mm -hmm. and i'd rather not do that i'd rather be happy and broke than rich and miserable yeah and i think it's scary for someone who came to this country and was always just trying to fit in and be safe just to feel accepted so to see their children do something that they might not see some sort of guaranteed success in um you know there's a little hesitancy there and they want to be supportive but they also are scared of their kids taking this risk and it might not work out for the best. So it's tough when you feel people in your family aren't really supporting you because you, it kind of makes you doubt yourself sometimes. But yeah. mm -hmm. it's, it's great that you're pushing through and, you know, you see these things and at least you're aware that, you know, even if you get billboards and millions, they're still not going to be 100 percent. But yeah. as long as you're 100 percent with it, that's that's honestly the most important thing. Exactly. Um, talk to me about your thought process about actually pursuing this passion. I know we talked a little bit about, you know, the decision-making process with your family, but tell me a little bit about your actual process with yourself of pursuing this passion. Like when I, when I, um, like my thought process as in like creating an art piece or a thought process of like overall wanting to do like the art stuff. Overall wanting to do the art stuff. My thought process. Okay. So when I went to school, I went to college. I didn't even know what I was going to do because I didn't want to major in photography because like, I kind of just wanted to learn that on my own without like the textbook stuff, you know, like, so I didn't want to do that. But I also wanted to get my um, 
I wanted to get my degree in something. And I just didn't know because I wasn't going to do anything that had to do with math or history or any of that stuff. I wanted something that I'm going to enjoy, you know, waking up in the morning and going to class or like, you know, is going to benefit me in the future. So I was like, what can I do? So I decided to do um, PR and mass communications, which kind of aligns into what I want to do. So I guess that was like the point in my life where I was like, okay, I'm just going to get into the, I'm going to get into the arts fully. Cause with this degree, even if I get a job, I'll still be around like art people, or even if it's not like photography art, it's like, you know, maybe music or, you know, um, sports or something but that's all art to me like you know entertainment mm-hmm. so like that was like you know the thought process i guess of like me wanting to get into this yeah so everyone or for the most part people have doubts you know when they're pursuing something that they're you know not sure is gonna guarantee them success um and you know it's never guaranteed so we always have doubts in our mind over a lot of things but what doubts if any did you have when you decided to, you know, pursue photography and how are you handling those doubts? The doubts were, okay, so the doubts I had, it was probably like when I first started, when I first, first started, I was like, how am I going to make money? Because every, you know, every photography photographer charges like different prices. And like at first when I was doing it, I was just doing it for fun. So I didn't really care about the money or the business side. Like I just wanted to shoot pictures. So once like, I started to like really take it seriously. The doubts that were coming in was like, how the fuck am I gonna make this into a business? And how am I gonna charge people? And on top of that, I live in an area where like photography is not a big, you know, like thing. Like people wanted to, people want pictures, but they don't wanna pay for it around here. And I feel like I have to like move myself to like, you know, New York or LA where people will pay for it the maximum that you charge and and then some so the doubts were like how am I gonna live here in Virginia while I'm in school make money and not want to work um, a part-time job and make money for my art so that's that's where my doubts came in I was like can I even make a living off of this and whatnot but then I started talking to like you know different people getting different perspectives and I was working a what do you call it, part-time job I've had quite a few part-time jobs when I was in college and then I finally you know would call took the sacrifice to do photography full-time and it's going well so far what is your why in everything you're doing what is my why i would say happiness honestly because every time like every time like i create an image or take a picture i'm just so happy and i love like making others like happy like when i shoot like a model you know like that's never really modeled before or like i know they have potential to model and then when i shoot them and then they never seen themselves like that and they get so excited they get happy it makes me happy and i also love it when like what do you call other people are enjoying my artwork like they're like oh i love this like it makes me feel something like that's the whole point why i do it is so people can you know feel something and like also it's like you know minorities um, people who have like um, people who are African not even African just like you know minorities in general who have foreign parents like immigrant parents I want people to know that you can do anything you want to do and this might sound bad like don't listen to your parents like honestly <laughs> not like not don't listen to your parents but like if I listen to everything my parents said about this art thing tell me 
don't travel here. Don't do this. Why do you need to do that? I wouldn't be where I am. So like, mm-hmm. literally, you just have to go with your gut and just do it. So literally just do it. And sometimes like, I'll bring it up to my parents, like years later, I'll be like, remember when you told me I couldn't do this? Now look like, yeah. <laughs> and then they'll just be like, oh, true. So sometimes it's like, you know, but they don't know. I just, li- yeah. I literally just what called, got off topic there. <laughs> No, no, no. I mean, you, you hit an important thing. Like, we were just talking about it, too. It's just funny, though. Um, like, they they want you to prove it before you could do it, but they, they're not going to believe in you. But it's not like a malicious way. Yeah. It's just like they're doing it to be protective. Yeah. Um, but, you know, at that point, if you're going to listen to that advice where they're trying to protect you, like we said earlier, you know, you're not going to do something you're happy doing or you're you're kind of just living the life that they're hoping for you. Yeah. Which could put you in a box mentally. So uh, it could definitely make you miserable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, not to, to all the people listening, we're not saying our parents are maliciously telling us don't do this, but you, sometimes, you know, you're the only person that really knows what's best for you and you can't exactly. and you can't and you expect what, someone else to love what you love. Exactly. And you, and you know, what's up. you know, what's up. If in your heart, you know, like this is what you need to do to get to the next step. You're just gonna have to like you're just gonna have to do it honestly mm-hmm. and learn from your mistakes yeah. um you were talking a little bit about making people happy through the pictures and you know i've i've felt that sometimes you know taking a picture that someone ends up posting on instagram so you know i, I know i did something good but probably not to the or not probably definitely not to the extent that you type of the type of pictures that you're taking um how do you think you manage to get that like feeling like get people to feel you know, excited about these, like, you know, angles or lighting or all the different pieces you have in your creative process? Like, how did you come up with a way to, like, figure out how to make people happy after they see a picture you took? I always try to tell a story, I guess, with my artwork. And, like, a lot of the stuff, like, I'm not as consistent with taking pictures like other photographers are. Like, I don't release something, like, every week, you know? Like, I do things, like, I take, really, really take my time with what I um, with what I shoot because I'm trying to tell a story and sometimes the stories come from like personal experiences or just like stories I've heard or about other people you know and just puts it into what do you call it put in an art piece a lot of my artwork is um like I like to give like a nostalgic feel because it's like I really really like like old school things like you know the early 2000s like 2006 7 8 like I I love that era so it's like I like everything I've wanted to do, like, cause at a very young age, I already knew what was up. I already knew what I was gonna do. So all those thoughts I had as a child, like I'm bringing those like, you know, art pieces to life. I don't know if I made any sense there. But... No, 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 that, that makes complete sense. Um, it's, and when I was even looking at your pictures, I, I got that vibe that you, you were saying about, you know, trying to bring that old, uh, old school vibe back with the pictures and they're definitely dope um so moving on to the next question what would you tell yourself if you could talk to the kid version of yourself you know for your dreams you were just talking about how uh, you know you knew you wanted to do this for a while but if you could go back in time and give yourself some advice what would you what would you tell yourself i'll probably tell myself not to stop that youtube channel i did because i probably would have been rich by now (laughs) <laughs> I'm just kidding. Now. I probably would have told myself, just keep going and keep creating. Honestly, 
I don't even know what I would tell myself. I feel like everything I've done was a learning experience. I don't think I would have changed anything, honestly. But if there's one thing I could tell myself, I would tell myself to just keep going, save money, like save your money and keep going. Yeah, that's what I would tell, tell myself. Yeah, I mean, that YouTube thing wouldn't even be that bad advice either. There's so many people making so much money off YouTube, especially that, through this pandemic. Yes, I, I would have told it so dead ass, like, don't stop that YouTube channel. Yeah, YouTube is YouTube was a money spot in March 2020 when everyone was just bored at home, figuring out what to do. Mm-hmm. Even now, you know, what? they're just learning something new to do. But exactly. anyways, <laughs> um, uh, to go on to this uh, last question, I wanted to ask if you could give one piece of advice to everyone listening uh, in regards to making the world a better place for the next generation, what would it be? I would say just everybody. I just just be nice. You know, just like stop with all the racist shit. Like, just be nice. Like, I just don't understand why people just can be chill and just like, you know, not judge people for what they do or how they look. You know, like, I don't understand how someone's like skin color or what they do makes them like different or a bad person. So I would just, I would just say like, love makes the world go around and peace and just just chill out you know whatever the person's doing over there if it has nothing to do with you just mind your business like <laughs> you know what i mean that's like yeah it really it's not affecting you so don't you know too much hate going on in this world 100 yeah, percent. it's gonna spread hate. more love and yeah. get rid of the hate yeah i don't understand why people hate honestly and what i mean by you know, minding your business, I mean, like, you know, do what makes you happy, you know, like, don't be worried about what the next person is doing, you know, if it's not affecting you or affecting society in any way, in any negative way, just let it be and just, you know, move on and just do your own thing. Because I feel like that's how, like, violence starts. It's like, you're, you know, getting, like, someone's doing what's making them happy, and then you're coming to insert yourself in with negative energy. And then that's how it just starts to uproar. So just, you know, do your own thing that makes you happy. Let other people do what they do that makes them happy. Yeah, I feel that 100%. You know, moving on and doing your own thing that will make you happy as long as it isn't bad for society is definitely important. And, you know, pursuing what really makes you happy is important for people to actually find passion in their life. So, you know like you said just pursuing things that will make you happy and staying in your own lane um as long as it's not in a bad way is definitely great takeaways for everyone but yeah man uh i think it was a great pleasure diving into a couple of your reasons of you know pursuing everything you're doing i think you're doing some great stuff and got some great art i'll definitely have to hit you up for some fire pictures um, yeah yeah anytime bro some throwback vibes and all that. Uh, but yeah, if I wanted to thank you again for your time and, you know, we'll be in touch. Yeah, no problem. Thank you guys for tuning into this week's episode. I have a bigger picture merch dropping soon and I'm still gathering together some more ideas for the giveaway that I have planned. So stay tuned for updates. You guys aren't going to want to miss this drop and I'll see you guys next week.